Hey, welcome to Permission to Elevate, a space for you to lean into creating a life that lights you up, to exploring your deepest desires and learning all about how to clear out the clutter in your mind that's been holding you back up until now from going after everything that's possible for you. I'm Kelly Jennifer, your host and mindset coach, and I'm committed to holding you high, to proving to you that your obstacles and distractions are nothing but thought errors that can be reprogrammed, and to help you find the success, self-love, and limitless possibility that your heart is craving. I can't wait to elevate together. Let's go. Hello, lovely. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you're doing so well today. Today, I want to talk about something that is very near and dear to my heart, more near than dear, (laughs) because I want to talk about an experience that I went through over the last, oh my gosh, I don't even know, multiple years that was really difficult for me. And it's really what made me want to become a coach what made me want to help other people because it's something that I kind of figured out how to overcome. You might be able to relate to this when you have figured out how to overcome something or figured out something new and great. You want to share it with other people. It's kind of like the basis of affiliate marketing or network marketing or influencers, right? Like think whatever you will about those things, but at the core Before any of those things really blew up to what they are today, the idea is like you figure out something for yourself and then you just naturally want to tell people about it. And really, that's what the coaching industry is all about. It's not about people who are experts at life. It's about people who have figured out their own shit and they have what they believe to be solutions to big problems that other people are facing. And so it's such a beautiful thing now that we're able to experience life and then pass that experience on to other people via the internet in such a widespread way. So this experience that I'm going to talk to you about might be something that you are currently experiencing or that you have experienced. And if it is, just know that there is help and that I'm exactly the right person to help you with this experience because it's something that I know deeply. I'm very intimate with and I hope I don't get emotional, although I might and it's fine. But anyway, let's just jump right in, shall we? So my story begins a few years back. Honestly, I don't even know when it could have been seven or eight years ago. I guess I could pinpoint it. It's shortly after I moved to Spain. For those of you who don't know, I'm an American from the beautiful state of Nevada, and I moved to Spain almost nine years ago now when I met a Spanish man. So I've been living here for a long time. But when I lived in the United States, I worked for the casino industry doing marketing. So I'm from Nevada. Casinos are legal there. They're they're very much a part of the the culture for those of you who are not familiar. So like casinos and gambling have always been around me, although never really a part of my life. Growing up, my parents never went to casinos. It wasn't like a thing. But when I graduated from college in marketing and realized that I wanted to move back to Nevada, 
casinos were sort of the easy answer. I really didn't want to go work for a casino and be in the, you know, cigarette smoke infested environment. But it was like if I wanted a job in marketing in Reno, Nevada, there were a lot of very large businesses that needed marketing. And it was sort of just the easy answer. So I went to work for a casino there. Anyway, I ended up working later in Las Vegas for the largest casino company in the world and totally loved it. It was so much fun. But when I met the love of my life, this Spaniard on a random vacation, I knew that I was going to give up that career and figure something else out for myself. I didn't know what that was going to be, but I studied marketing and my husband was a lawyer. So it was going to be much easier for me to take my marketing skills and apply them to lots of different things or continue to work online for an American company or whatever that was going to look like. Much easier to do that than for him to really have to start all over after he had already gone through all of his schooling. You know, you can't just pick up and be a lawyer in another country. The laws are different. <laughs> so I knew that I would find something in marketing, and I kind of visualized myself continuing to be some corporate bigwig, which is what I had always thought that I would be. I didn't think about the language difference or <laughs> really what that would look like. I didn't think much of that stuff through. It was very much um, it was very much love-based. But I thought that being in the corporate business environment was my path. It was really all I knew. It's what I had seen both my parents do, and that's what I thought that I wanted to do. Um, you know, you go to college, you get a big corporate job, and you work your way up the ladder, and you make as much money as possible and work a lot of hours, and that's what you do, right? That's what life is, or that's what I thought life was. And so when my whole life sort of got flipped on its ass and I fell wildly, madly in love and sort of just threw everything that I knew out the window about what life was supposed to look like, I was now in this place of like, okay, what do I want to do, right? Like, you know, the internet was blown up and there were just opportunities everywhere and anywhere. And so I mean, that wasn't the only reason we decided that I would move to Spain and he would not move to Vegas. He wanted to. Um, the main reason was because I visited Spain and it was like a no-brainer at that point. Um, anyway, I dabbled in a lot of things. I did some freelance marketing. I did a bit of website design. I did a lot of things. And around the time that I moved to Spain was around the time that network marketing started to kind of blow up a little bit. And at first, I was not interested in it at all. But I had this very good friend from high school who started in a network marketing company. And she was talking about it like crazy online. Like she was all in and she was all over my Instagram and Facebook feeds just talking about this stuff. This was before the algorithms, right? So it was just like you saw everybody's stuff. And she was the one who was showing up the most because she was talking the most. And I was totally engaged, I have to admit, and totally excited about it and totally curious about all of the things that she was talking about online. It was so interesting to me, not necessarily 
so much about the product that she was selling, although that was also really interesting, but more about the career opportunity. And she was not only talking about this amazing product that had changed her and her family's life, but she was also talking about the culture of the company and the philanthropic work that they did. And she was also talking about the personal development that she was getting into. And she started talking about the law of attraction and your mindset and your thoughts and your feelings and all of these different things that I had always been really interested in. I grew up, I mean, I consider myself very lucky. My parents exposed me to personal development really young. I went to leadership camps when I was a teenager, which is something that none of my friends were doing and was kind of weird, but I'm so grateful for that now. So I was really familiar with that kind of stuff and that kind of language that she was talking about, and I was so lit up by all of it. You know, I didn't know if I wanted to do network marketing. I didn't know if I wanted to start a business. All of that felt very scary. But the fact that she was talking about developing your mindset as a big part of the business, I think, made me feel like, oh, I I can do this and I want to do this because I already know a lot about this. And how great would it be to have a job where you get to develop your mind all day, every day. I mean, that for me, that's just the dream. So, you know, and it was, it was everything. It was the culture of the company that she was talking about and the owners and bringing women together and elevating women through this, right? Giving other women and other moms an opportunity to start a business. And, you know, whether they were stay-at-home moms and they could make money on their own or whether they wanted to escape the corporate grind and start something for themselves. Like I was just enamored with all of it and everything that she was saying. It was it was lighting up my life. And I was honestly wasting hours and hours and hours of every single day watching her and listening to her. Um, my my husband like got to know her voice because he would come home every day and I would have some kind of a, a video of hers on in the background as I was doing other things because she was the voice that I wanted in my head. It was it was nurturing my mind to be listening to her and to be watching the success that she was that she was experiencing. So the next time I went back home to Nevada, I called her and I just said, I wanna, I wanna talk about this. I reached out and said, we need to get together. I'm totally curious about this. So I went over to her house. And she, you know, told me all about it. We had a really honest conversation. And I said, I'm, I'm in. I'm so in. And I didn't even know what the product was. Like, I had never used the product. The product was essential oils, by the way. And it felt like I knew a lot because she was talking about other people, other leaders in the company. And so I started following them on Instagram, too. And so it felt like I knew a lot about the oils, but I had never used them. And, oh my goodness, bless her heart, the woman hands me a kit of oils for free, which is hundreds of dollars and like a giant $50 book on oils. It was like a Bible and multiple other books. And she was just like, here you go. And I, I look back on that now and I think, wow, she must have really seen something in me that made her think that I would be successful at this. Because she doesn't do that with everybody. There's no way that she could. It wouldn't be a profitable business if she did that. And she was definitely profiting. So I knew that she had seen something in me. And 
she knew me very, very well, right? She knew me as a successful person. So I'm sure that she thought that I would take off with this business. It made sense that I would. Well, this was the start of some of the most difficult years of my entire life because this was when I really started to battle with myself, with my mind every single day. I could see the opportunity in this business so clearly. I could see why it was a great idea. I could see how I could be successful at it because, again, I had been successful at other things before. I was a smart person. I was social. I knew that if she was doing it, you know, we had things that were similar about us, so I should be able to do it. It shouldn't be hard. You know, it doesn't mean that I thought that it would be easy, but conceptually, it was something that I had to be able to figure out, right? It wasn't rocket science. So I got home and I was all fired up about this business. I mean, I was ready to go. I was on fire. I had all of these big plans, all of these big ideas. I had notes and notes and notes of all of the things that I was learning. I didn't even sleep on the red-eye plane back to Spain because I was just, you know, my nose was buried in all of these books and all of this information. I would wake up every day and just binge YouTube videos. I would scroll Instagram. I would come up with all these different ideas and names for classes. And at the end of the day, I would feel excited and that I learned a lot. But at the end of each week, I would see that, well, I didn't really make any progress here. Like, I don't have a business. I'm not making any money. And in the beginning, it was fine because I let myself off the hook. Like, I was just learning. But after a while, after a long while, it started to not be okay anymore. And I think I also started listening to my friend and maybe other leaders in the company give advice on business building. And they would talk about things like, you know, if you're not enrolling people in the business, if you're not selling the products, if you're not hosting events, and if you're not moving up in the ranks, you don't actually have a business. You have a hobby, right? And so then I started, I, I would beat myself up and say, oh my gosh, I, I have a hobby. Like I'm not, I'm not actually doing this. And then I would get all fired up again and think that I could do it and I would do so well. And I would start all of these ideas. I would host a class, right? And then no one would buy anything. And I would be completely devastated and just throw in the towel with it for who knows a few days a few weeks and then something would get me all fired up again someone that I saw on the internet some free training or some course that I paid for would make me think I can do this I've got this like I'm I I can totally do this so it was just this back and forth and back and forth and up and down and it was this roller coaster every single month Because the business runs on a monthly cycle every single month when I didn't hit my goals, I was devastated. And then I would give up on it. I would kind of quiet quit on myself. And then something would fire me up again. 
And it was just this cycle in my head of telling myself that I was making progress and I was doing great and that that this was going to make me a zillionaire and I was going to change people's lives. And then the next day I would just be totally down on myself and crying and hating myself and feeling like I was never going to get anywhere with this. And I was spending a lot of money on the products, you know, wanting to experience them for myself to be able to talk about them. And I was spending money on trainings and programs and certifications And I would get so wrapped up in seeing different people and how they were doing it online. And I would think maybe I need to do that, right? Like maybe I need to get some health practitioner title or certification or something. Or maybe I need to make this all about Spain and I'll just blow the market up here. And then it was like, maybe I need to totally focus on the United States and maybe I need to do oils and exercise and maybe I need to do oils and emotions and maybe I need to do oils for pain and all of these people talking all day every day online about what's your why and just oh my god it was this mush in my brain of instantly believing that I should be able to do it beating myself up for not being able to do it and that cycle went on for literally years. I was launching this business for years. And the whole time, every time that a new month would start and I set new goals or every time that a new month would end and I didn't hit them, I was deteriorating in my own mind. I was, my heart was deteriorating. My confidence was completely falling apart. My self-worth, my thoughts about myself, my feelings about myself, the amount of trust I had in myself or the lack of trust, really the lack of self-respect, it was all just like a backpack that I was carrying around with me all day, every day, no matter where I went. And it was, God, it was so frustrating. Like, this shouldn't be hard. I know what I need to do. Why can't I make myself do it? What is it that's holding me back, right? And I made myself wrong for all of it. I made myself bad. I made it all about me. I made it mean that I wasn't good enough and that I was doing something wrong. And as I continued to watch other people find success with it, I told myself that I just needed more motivation. I just needed this one thing, whatever that thing was. I just needed more willpower. I just needed more coaching. I just needed more training. I needed more certificates. And the whole time I saw my friend skyrocketing. Like it ain't no thing. Like she was taking off. And of course, I have made that mean all sorts of things about me. Why wasn't I good enough to do it? So things were not going well to say the least. And in the meantime, I had other jobs. I dabbled in other things because, you know, I had to feed my oil habit and my, my orders every month where I was just ordering all the oils, all the products, spending money on all the trainings. And in the meantime, I was teaching Spanish kids English because <laughs> that was something I was pretty good at. But I knew it wasn't something that I was going to continue to do with my life. It wasn't a passion. 
So in the midst of not being able to make this whole business work, I was in this crisis of like, what am I going to do with my life? I thought that this was going to be the thing. I told everybody that this was going to be the thing, that this was going to make me wildly rich and successful. And I'd be able to work from home and have babies and travel back and forth to the United States anytime that I wanted to. It was going to be amazing in my head. So I finally got to this point, this make it or break it moment, like shit or get off the pot time. It was like, I have to make this work now or I have to throw in the towel and come up with a new plan because I can't continue in this cycle of shame. It was like, I have to figure out what I'm really made of here. I know that I can do this. I know that I can. But what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me that I can't make this work? Why don't I have the consistent motivation? Why do I feel super motivated in one moment? And then it all just crashes in the next. You know, people talk so much about consistency. And I think this is a whole nother podcast. You know, you have to show up consistently. Well, why can't I be consistent? Shouldn't be that hard. These are not concepts that are above my intellectual level of understanding. Why can't I figure this out? So I hired a coach. I found her through a friend who was also in a similar spot to me, like frustrated that she couldn't make her business work. And she said that through this coach, everything changed. So I started following her online a little bit. And honestly, I was already sold from the get-go because my friend trusted her. And so I automatically trusted her. But she was talking about things like the subconscious mind. And she was talking about topics that I could totally relate to about self-sabotage and procrastination. Why you're not able to do the things that you know that you should be able to do. Why you're continuing to hold yourself back. Why you're continuing to self-sabotage. Where that's coming from. And I just knew like that this was the thing for me. This was it. This was, there, there was something here like, oh my God, there's a reason. I'm not just wrong. I'm not just bad. I'm not just stupid. I don't just suck. I'm not just an idiot. There's a reason in my brain for why I'm self-sabotaging. Holy shit, why doesn't anybody talk about this? So I hired her and... It changed my life because in our first conversation, she asked me some questions that had never been asked before and I had never considered on my own. You know, we think that we have all of our shit figured out, but so often people can see things that we just never even think to look for. She asked me why I wanted to do this business so badly and I started to tell her and she said, okay, that's great. Um, in everything that you told me, you didn't actually say anything about essential oils. Picture that little like emoticon where the brain is exploding like, whoa, wait a minute. She's like, you're talking about the community. You're talking about personal development. You're talking about uplifting other women. You're talking about empowering other women. Do you want to be a coach? And it was so crazy. I answered yes right away. I didn't even think about it. It was like, yeah. And then it, it was like, I can't believe I just said that. But yeah, yeah, I've always wanted to be a coach. I had never even had a conscious thought about it. It was never anything that I explored. It had never crossed my mind. But it was also always in there. 
it's so funny. I'm a generator in human design. If you know anything about human design, I'm increasingly obsessed with it. And I'm a generator. Generators are supposed to go in the direction of what completely lights them up. And I'm driven by my sacral center, which is like the gut feeling, right? And we're supposed to respond to things, not necessarily initiate things on our own. So by her asking me this yes or no question, do you want to be a coach? My whole body was just like, yes. It wasn't a conscious thing. It wasn't something I had to think about. I didn't have to give it time. It was just like, yes, emphatically, yes. And that changed everything for me. But what also changed in the work that we did together was my underlying subconscious beliefs that were limiting me the whole time, that were holding me back. I discovered that I had a fear of success. That might sound weird. Most people talk about a fear of failure, right? That's the kind of common fear. But what I realized was that I was much more afraid of success than I was of failure. I associated success with working really hard, with sacrifice, because both my parents had worked really hard growing up. As children, we create meaning of things that we see when we're kids. And I guess I must have made that mean that hard work meant sacrifice, meant hard times in marriage, meant time away from kids. And so I was unconsciously self-sabotaging my own success because my protection mechanisms were telling me that it wasn't safe to experience success because of what I made success mean when I was a child based on what I saw. And this is just one example of the 50 things that I found out about myself that was causing me to hold myself back, to procrastinate, to not be able to move forward, to not be able to put myself out there. I had a fear of being seen. Understanding that you have these fears is one thing, but it's a whole different thing to work with somebody who can literally help you to diminish these fears, to reframe these fears, or to get rid of them altogether, to replace the thoughts, the subconscious beliefs with new beliefs that are actually going to serve you and help propel you instead of hold you back. So that experience with that coach made me also know not only that I wanted to be a coach, but that I wanted to be a coach who understood about the subconscious mind. And I dove into that and learned everything that I could. I wanted to be trained in these different modalities to reprogram the subconscious mind. So that's why I got trained in hypnosis and NLP and time techniques and emotional freedom techniques. That's why I do what I do and why I help the people who I help. Most of the people who I help are these same people who are in this spot, who have this desire, this dream on their heart, and they know that they're capable of it, and they can't figure out why they can't make themselves do the things that they know that they're supposed to do. This was me. And so I built a program all around it. This is what Activate was built for. I've sort of been running this program in secret for months to really as like a beta process to make sure to, to get proof that it worked on people other than just me. I knew that it worked for me. And now I've got the proof. The clients that I've taken through this have gone from 
the idea phase of like, I have this thing that I want to do, to having a full-blown, fully launched, profitable business in six months. This program is the real deal, you guys. I'm just so lit up about it. I'm so excited about it. I'm so on fire about telling people that this work exists because the people who are in the same spot as I was, you're making yourselves wrong for this. You're telling yourselves that there's something wrong with you. And that's the reason and that you can't succeed. And that's not it. Our subconscious mind runs 95% of our lives. We think that we're going around all day making conscious decisions. We're not. Only about 5% of the time are we ever running from the conscious mind. The rest of it is patterns and programs that are just on auto, that are on loop, that live in our subconscious minds. We are playing out everything that we learned as children in our adult lives. That's when the subconscious mind is formed, from the ages of zero to seven primarily, all the way through the teenage years. But when we're really little, we don't have the full development of our brains yet. We don't have the ability to reason or to discern and say like, hey, everything that I'm seeing around me, I don't know if this is good stuff or bad stuff. I don't know if this is stuff that I actually want to like remember and take with me into adulthood. We don't have that ability. So we just take it all in and we take it in as fact and we create meaning from what we experienced, from what we felt. You know, if you're a parent or if you've ever been around kids that they're just absolute little sponges, right? They just take in all of the information that they see all around them. And that's what we did. We took in everything that we saw around us. So like in my example of being afraid of success, I took it and made meaning out of that. And what I created was a fact in my mind that I have been living my whole life. And it totally makes sense because I worked crazy hours when I worked in corporate America. I've been living out this thing that I created as a fact, that success means sacrifice, that success means long hours, that success has to be hard. And what I know now is that that's not a fact at all. Lots of people work four hours a day and make millions, or they don't work at all, and they make passive income, or they inherit money, or like the two, having money and working yourself to the bone are not directly correlated. But I didn't know that. And you have things like that in your subconscious mind too. I promise you that you do, whether you relate to that or whether there's many, many other stories from your childhood that are playing out in your life right now and holding you back. If you are in a place where you have this deep desire to create this financial abundance for yourself, to create a business or a side hustle, to create time freedom, to get out of the grind of the nine to five, to actually express yourself creatively, to do something that you've always desired to do, to help people, 
if you're there, you've likely gotten past the point of diminishing your goals and telling yourself that they're not possible for you. You know that they're possible for you. You know that you're capable of them. You see other people around you doing it. You are glued to those people. And you know that you could do it too, but damn it, you're not doing it. If this is you, this program is for you. This program was designed for you. This program is for you if you are so sick of your own shit. If you want to actually see what you're made of because you know you're made of the good stuff, you know? You've got it in you. Not only to be as successful as those other people to skyrocket past them. You know you've got it in you. But these subconscious beliefs that are underneath the surface and running the show and causing you to procrastinate causing you to scroll all day long, causing you to come up with all of these different strategies for how you're going to make it work, causing you to invest in the next program and the next training and the next certification and the next thing that you think that you need that's missing, those subconscious beliefs can be reprogrammed. You can decide what you want to put in their place. Wouldn't it be nice if you just naturally believed when you woke up in the morning that your work is of high service to the world, that you are worthy of massive compensation just for being you, that you keep every single promise that you make to yourself, that your word is your bond, that you are worthy of all of your desires and more, that the possibilities for you are actually endless. All of that is possible for you. If you're seeing yourself in everything that I'm saying, if you see a little bit of you in my story in everything that I'm talking about, this program was literally designed for you. It takes you from the step of creating your vision where you get extreme clarity around what it is that you actually want in your life and then we tie that vision so closely to your heart that it's never going to leave you in whatever way works perfectly for you, in a way that it's going to drive you every single day. And then we go into self-worth. The entire program, really the meat of the program, is all around improving your relationship with yourself because that's the real problem here. The problem is that you have made all of these promises to yourself over and over and over and over again and you've broken every single one of them and it's just like a relationship with somebody else right if somebody one of your friends was constantly breaking their promises to you would you trust them anymore you'd kick them to the curb so fast so not only are you beating yourself up for not doing the thing you're beating yourself up for telling yourself that you were gonna do it and then you didn't and then you're making new promises to yourself every single day about this is the day. This is the new strategy that's going to work for me. This is the missing piece. This is the thing that I need. Once I have this, then I'll skyrocket. Every single time you do that to yourself, you are damaging your relationship with yourself. So Activate is all about it's you know, it has nothing to do with motivation and willpower. It's not 
me amping you up in a series of videos. This has nothing to do with that. It's about actually improving your relationship with yourself so that you know you have your own back. So that you know when you make a promise to yourself that you're actually going to keep it. So that you are the person that you trust most in the world. So that you are the person that you are investing in. So you don't feel like you have to go out and invest in more certifications or invest in more training. You're investing in you. You are the only one you're betting on. And it's forming a belief and feeding that belief every single day that there's no better investment in the world. You're never going to get a better return on investment than investing in yourself. And the last part of Activate is all about what's the plan and what is the accountability plan? And what are the steps of how we're going to get there? And let's fucking go. We so often think that we need to do this on our own, even though we've tried doing it on our own and it hasn't worked. We see people on the internet and we make up stories in our minds that they're doing it on their own. But the truth is, no one who is successful is doing it on their own. They're not doing it without support. They're not doing it without coaches. They're not doing it without personal assistance. They're not doing it without family and friends. You don't have to do this alone. And the power of having a coach, especially someone who has been where you are, holding you accountable is worth all the money just in that. Because in the beginning, until you do build that relationship with yourself to where you know that you can trust yourself and you know that you're going to keep the promises you make to yourself, you're going to find every excuse to wiggle out of it. And you need somebody there to hold your feet to the fire and say, Hey, what do you think you're doing? Hold up. Like, we're doing this. We're going all the way. You told me that you wanted to do this, and so we're doing it. Somebody who's going to see you for your highest potential. And so when you come to me with your excuses and say, I just didn't have time, I don't buy it. Yes, you did. So let's dig into what's underneath that. What is the subconscious belief that is underneath you saying that you don't have enough time? Because there's something under there, I promise you. But it's not true. You and I both know it's not true. So what's the story and how do we change it? If we don't have a coach holding us to these things, calling us forward on these things, holding us accountable, like what? The thing is, is what we do is we coach ourselves. And that's really dangerous because we don't have any option but to keep recycling our own thoughts. Our brain is super clever and sometimes makes us think that we're having new thoughts. Every time we see a new shiny object out there and we think that's the thing that's going to solve my problem. We believe that that's a new thought. It's not. It's not a new thought. It's the same thought as the previous thought. Every time you see something that you say, this is what's going to help me lose weight, that's not a new thought. It's the same pattern your brain has run a thousand times before based on those beliefs 
that are hiding in your subconscious mind. This is the power of a coach. And it's something that nobody else in our lives can do for us because as much as your mom supports you, and I'm sure that she does, as much as your best friend supports you, and I'm sure that she does, as much as your spouse supports you, I'm going to bet that those people are going to be the first ones to let you off the hook. Those are going to be the first people who are like, oh, you don't have the time. I know. Gosh, I'm sorry. Oh, you're not feeling well. Here's, you know, a glass of wine and a hug. Here's a blanket. Lie down. Maybe this isn't such a good idea. This seems to be causing you a lot of stress. Maybe you should just go get a job in the meantime so that you don't feel so stressed out. That support is lovely for some things. But it's not what we need in the scenario when we're trying to make our dreams come true. We need somebody who sees us for our highest potential. Somebody who actually sees what we're capable of and holds us to that standard. The people who love us the most, they just want to keep us safe. And their fears are the same as your fears. And they're all going to kick in and it's all going to be a fear party in every conversation that you have. But when you have somebody like a coach who knows how to identify your fears as bullshit, who knows that you're not actually in danger even when you feel that you are, who knows that your brain is convincing you that posting on Instagram is dangerous. But it's not. And so you need somebody to remind you of that. It has to be said here that if you don't know me very well, I hold your feet to the fire in a very, how do I say this, loving way. I'm not somebody who's going to yell at you and tell you to get your shit together. I'm not capable of that. And that doesn't work. But I will always see you at your highest potential. I think that's one of my greatest gifts is to see people how they don't yet see themselves and to bring them up to that level, to bring their beliefs around to the truth of who they really are. So if you have seen yourself, my friend, in anything that I've been talking about today, if this sounds like it could be the right program for you, that's because it is. It just absolutely is. I want to invite you to lean into your intuition on this. Go to kellyjennifer.com forward slash activate and sign up. There's also a, a free call available on that page. So if you know that it's for you, but you still have some questions, that's okay. We can answer those together. We're in pre-sale pricing right now. We start in January so that you have time to enjoy the holidays and be with your family, but also so that you have that little seed that's planted that's like, I've got a plan for January. And it's not the same old plan of writing down a list of all the shit that you're going to accomplish and then not do it. That's a tired ass plan. And you know it. I love you. I see you. And I am so here to activate you. Go to kellyjennifer.com forward slash activate right now and let's do this. Hey, thanks again for listening to this episode of Permission to Elevate. 
This is not the only free resource I have for you. Head over to kellyjennifer.com for more and make sure to follow me at IamKellyJennifer on Instagram too. In the meantime, I'll just be over here cheering you on. Talk soon.